चरण सरोज रज निज मन मुकुर सुधारी बर नो रघुबर बिमल जसु जो दायक फल चारी बुद्धिहीन तनु जानिके सुबिरो पवन कुमार बल बुद्धि विद्या देहु बोही हर हु कलेश बिकार जय हनुमान ज्ञान गुण सागर जय कपी हु लोक उजागर राम दूत अतुलित पल धामा अंजनि पुत्र पवन सुत नामा महावीर बिक्रम बजरागी कुमति निवारी सुमति के संगी कंचन परन विराज सुबेसा कानन कुंडल कुचित केश हाथ बज्र ओ ध्वजा बेराजे काथी बूझ जने साजे शंकर सुवन केसरी नंदन तेज प्रताप महाजगबंदन विद्यावान कुति चातुर राम काज करीबे को आतुर प्रभु चरित्र सुनी बेको रसिया राम लखन सीता मन बसिया सूक्ष्म रूप धरी सूक्ष्म रूप धरी सी दिखावा बिकट रूप धरी लक जरावा भीम रूप धरी असुर सभारे राम चंद्र के काज सवारे लाइस जीवन लखन जियाए श्री रघुबीर हरषि उर लाए रघुपति की बहुत बड़ाई तुम प्रिय भरत सभाई सहस पदन तुम रोज से गावे अस कही श्रीपति कट लगावे सन का दिख भ्रमादि मुनीसा नारद सारद सहित अहिसा जब कुबेर दिख पाल जहाते कभी को बिद कही सके कहते तुम उपकार सुग्रीव ही कीधा राम मिलाय राजपत दीधा तुम रो मत्र विभीषण माना लकेश्वर भय सब जग जाना जुग सहस्त्र जो जन पर भानु लीलियो ताही मधुर फल जानु प्रभु मोद्रिका पहली मुख बाही जलधि लागी गहे अक्षरज नाही दुर्गम काज जगत के जेते सुगम अनुग्रह तुम्हरे तेते राम दुआरे तुम रखवारे होत न आज्ञा बेनु पैसारे सब सुख लहे तू भारी शरण तुम रक्षक काहू को डरना आपद तेज सभारो आपे तीनों लोक हाकती कापे भूत पिशाच दे कट नहीं आवे 
महाबीर जब नाम सुनावे नासे रोग हरे सब पीरा जपर निरतन हनुमत बीरा संकट ते हनुमान छुड़ावे मन क्रम बचन ध्यान जो लावे सब पर राम तपस्वी राजा तिन के काज सकल तुम साजा और मनोरथ जो कोई लावे सोई अमित जीवन फल पावे चारों जुग पर ताप तुम्हारा है पर सिद्ध जगत उजियारा साधु सत के तुम रखवारे असुर ने कदन राम दुलारे अष्ट सिद्धि नव निधि के दाता असबर दीन जान की माता राम रसायन तुम्हरे पासा सदा रहो रघुपति के दासा तुम्हरे भजन राम को पावे जनब जनब के दुख बिसरावे अंत काल रघुबर पुर जाई जहा जन्म हरि भक्त कहाई और देवता चित्तन धरही हनुमत से ही सर्व सुख करही संकट कटे बिटे सब पीरा जो सुबिरे हनुमत बल बीरा जय 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 हनुमान गोसाई कृपा करो गुरुदेव की नाई जो सत बार पाठ करे कोई छूट ही बंदी बहा सुख होई जो यह पढ़े हनु बाद चालीसा होए सिद्ध सा की गौरी सा तुलसी दास सदा हरि चेरा की जय नात हृदय बहडेरा पवतरे सकट हरद बगल बूरती रूप राब लखद सीता सहित हृदय बसो सुर भूप सियावर राब चंद्र की जय पवन सुत हनुमान की जय उबापति महादेव की जय बोलो रे भाई सब सतन की जय जय श्री राम जय श्री कृष्ण जय हनुमान यस्टरडे देर वॉज अ ब्यूटिफुल फॉरवर्ड दैट के बाई वे एंड आई वुड लाइक टू शेयर इट before we venture into shrimad bhagwat mahapuran now this forward was about akbar and birbal <laughs> and akbar and birbal were uh, out somewhere and suddenly akbar saw a rabbit right begging and he was begging not for his basic needs but he was begging for more than what he needed basically so akbar asked see what kind of a brahmin is this is it he supposed to indulge in prayers and he is begging so 
Birbal said, give me some time. Give me four weeks. And then uh, we'll see what conspires. And I'll answer your question as to what and why and how. So Birbal was known for that, right? He would not generally give an impulsive answer. This is something we should learn. So he went to the Brahmin and he said that uh, you are the knower of the Vedas and uh, could you please every morning chat Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare for me for two hours. Now you can reverse the order also, it does not matter. Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Ram. Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. There's no point of debate over here. Jaise chanting gandhi aap kar sakte. So uh, he said, you'll pay me to chat. He said, yes, I'll pay you to chat. Why don't you chat? And I'll give you every day a gold coin. That means you won't have to beg. And you will be doing what you are supposed to be doing. And But you will be doing that on my behalf. The Brahmin thought about it, but he did not want to refuse because it was too lucrative an offer to refuse. He said, take it. Why not? Might as well go ahead. And he started chanting. For the first two weeks, right, it could have been a long, longer duration, but let's keep it to two weeks. He took one gold coin per day for his chanting, right, two hours of chanting in the morning. But as days went by, Birbal came starting the third week to give him a coin the Brahmin said I do not want this coin not only have I been chanting two hours for you I have added one more hour of chanting for myself plus I do not want money to chant the Lord's name so you can keep your gold coin the bliss that I get in chanting this divine name is gift enough well and he got so engrossed in the name of the Lord that the word spread high and low. See, when the flower blossoms, the bees come on their own, right? Because they can feel and sense the fragrance of the blossom flower. So the same thing happened with them, with this Brahmin. So all the people started approaching him. They would sit with him. They would chat with him. They could feel that in his heart, the Lord has actually awakened. We all have Lord in our hearts. The question is whether we have been able to awaken that Lord or not. And as his galore and his glory spread, it reached Akbar also. Now, Akbar also wanted to meet this divine sage. You know, who is being talked about by everybody, high and low. So he told Birbal that we will also go. Birbal said yes. So Akbar went and he again touched his feet, sat with him, chatted with him. And then he said, my dear sage, in case you need anything, I'm just a call away. I'm always at the service of these great sages. Let me know. What is needed and I will arrange it for you. Now the sage, the Brahmin, remember, who used to beg, he replied saying, O Akbar, there is nothing that I want. 
from you there is nothing that you can give me all this material wealth is literally of no use to me in fact if at any point in time you need something he is talking to the emperor okay you need something do come to me and i'll try my best to make it available for you what is there bigger than the hari naam and hari kirtan the bliss and the peace that i have found here i cannot find i could not find in anything else saying this and listening to this akbar joined his hands and walked away on the way birbal told him do you know who this person was my dear lord akbar said who was he he was a divine sage just imagine so contented so satisfied he is reveling in the name of the lord people said do you know this is the same beggar we met 4 weeks back akbar was astonished he asked how did this happen a rat contented soul who wanted more and more and more suddenly was so peaceful blissful and contented how did this happen people said this is the power in the name of the lord no matter with what intention you start taking it just start set aside a time and chant his name and what will happen next you will know yes you will be the witness of the change that is taking place in your own hearts jashira now we are we are in, we are actually doing shrimad bhagavat mahapurad we are in the ninth book i am super excited and so looking forward to reach the 10th book as soon as possible because there we'll start the krishna leela but there's still time and today we'll continue after bhagirath the story of bhagirath we will continue on to the lineage now in bhagavat in fact in most of our purads and itihas also maybe mahabharat or ramayan the lineage is mentioned very clearly who got married to whom who was whose child all these details are so clearly given that it would be rather silly to doubt the authenticity and to debate whether this is a myth or this is itihas itihas means history this is history let's not call it mythology this is our history it is hard to believe isn't it that people like these walked on this earth people like ra people like krishna people like bhagirath sages like vashisht who are still there walked this earth it is hard to believe because we have degraded our we have degraded our what character we have degraded our belief system many types little children you know my daughter gauri's age they come running to me and ask auntie 
Do fairies really exist? I tell them, yes, they do. Really? Fairies exist? Yes, they do. Fairies exist. Mermaids exist. All that you can fantasize and think of does exist. Just because we can't visualize something, the conditioned mind deters us from believing, or the world believes in only what they can see, that does not mean that the other things that are not at in our reach or frequency do not exist. It will be foolish to believe that way. So, we have to keep this belief alive that yes, what they say in the scriptures is possible because this is Etihaz. So, down Bhagirath, they have mentioned a lot of kings. So, who is talking to whom again? Parikshit is talking to Shukdevji. Shukdevji is the son of Vedvyasji. Why is Parikshit listening to the Bhagwat? Let's go back in the initial chapters, in the initial books. Yes, we have completed, we are almost completing the ninth book. That will be on the 10th, 11th, 12th, 3 years, almost 3 years, right? Yes, that's the time it takes. I think if we do it even deeper, it will take more time. Maybe someday. So, Parikshit, actually, because of Kali sitting on his crown, offended a sage, right? And he was cursed that seven days from now, he would be bitten by a snake and he would die. Now Parikshit apologized to the sage and not only this, he did not ask for more life. He asked for knowledge to help him liberate. He said, I have seven days. And again, as a reminder, we all just have seven days. Yes, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Hab sabke paas mein bhi saat hai. One of these seven days we will also die. One thing that is 100% going to happen is death. And every single day we are approaching it. We do not know when it will happen, right? Do you know that you live for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years or a second? Or a minute? Or 10 minutes? Nobody knows. Yet, we live as if we have hundreds of years to live. But Parikshit was lucky. He found out. Unlike us, we'll never know probably, but the great sages and the tapasvis know when will be the time for them to depart. Parikshit found out that seven days from now, he is going to leave his mortal coils. And he wanted to make sure that when he leaves, he does not come back to the Brithyulog. He is not born again, yonis after yonis, that is species after species. He wanted liberation. Liberation, we have talked about various types of liberations also, right? So he just wanted to be mukta, liberated. He did not want to come back to Brithyulog anymore. What is earth? Brithyulog. Why is it called Brithyulog? Because one thing that is going to happen without any second thought, is death. Everybody has death hanging on their head. Right? Yes. It is like a sword hanging on our head. Unfortunately, we don't even know when we will go. So Parikshit found out and he wanted to put good use. So he went and sat down and he said, Please, I want a teacher. I want a guru. I want a guru to help me. And they say that Srimad Bhagavad Mahapurana 
helps liberate. It is Sakshat Krishna himself. Yes, when Krishna was departing, he said, I will come back in the form of Srimad Bhagavat Mahapurana that is going to be my avatar. It is not an ordinary text. So, he sat down and he was looking for a guru. Vedvyasji, Vashishji, all these Agastya Muni, the great, great rishis and the Sapta rishis, nobody had the courage to take the asana of the guru to impart the Bhagavat. Why? In spite of writing, Vedvyasji thought that he was not the right person to ignite the spark of devotion in Parikshit. And do you know who came? Out of nowhere, this young little Shukadev came and uninvited he sat on the asad. Parikshitji and all the sages bowed down to him and he started narrating the Srimad Bhagavat Mahapurana. And Srimad Bhagavat Mahapurana rotates around two most important questions. Is, how should I die? And to die like that, how should I live? How should I die? And to die in that manner, how should I live? And how does one want to die? We will see in the stories of, the stories that will come. We'll be talking about Khatwag also. He was a great uh, king in the same lineage. But let's start. So now Raja Parikshit, time and again, keeps asking questions, right? So, right now, after the tale of Bhagirath, Shukdevji went down to the lineage. He said, after Bhagirath, his son was Shruta, and then Nabha, and then Sindhudvipa, and then, and then, and then, and then, and then suddenly he reached to Sau, Saudas. And he said, Saudas came in this lineage, but this Saudas was cursed. Saudas was cursed by his own Guru, Guru Vashisht. Now we know who Guru Vashisht is, right? Guru Vashisht is the Gurus of Ekshvaku. He is the mind-born son of Brahmaji and he was sent to earth to become the Gurus of Ekshvaku. He refused and when he was assured that Sri Hari in the form of Ram will come in the same lineage and he is needed to ensure that Ram is born in this lineage, he agreed. With one condition. He said, the krab, the cycle of the yuga should be changed. First, after Satyog, it was supposed to be Dwapar, Treta and Kalyuk. He said, I cannot wait for so long to meet Sri Ram. So the krab of the yuga has to be changed. So after Satyuk comes Treta Yuga, then Dwapar, then Kalyuk. Such was the power of Guru Vashisht. And we have discussed this at great length. Now Guru Vashisht would never curse anybody in the lineage, right? But it so happened that Guru Vashisht cursed Saudhas. Parikshit was totally caught unaware. He said, oh really? Was it possible for Guru Vashisht to curse one of his own disciples, one of the kings of the lineage? And Parikshit, the way he asked a question was very beautiful. See, asking a question also is an art. First, listen properly. Then, don't ask to test the person who is talking. 
ask to know jigyasa is good but if you want to argue and you want to debate or you want to analyze whether this person in front is knowledgeable or not that is not a good sense of questioning and the way he questioned was that he did not insist on an answer see when you're asking a question it is not necessary that you'll get an answer it depends on the vakta or the person who's narrating it is his choice whether he wants to answer the question or not so he said parikshit submitted what was the occasion for the curse pronounced by the sage or the high souled saudas the saudas was not an ordinary tuch prani you know he was not an evil wild fellow he was a very elevated soul so why was he cursed by his own guru guru vashisht he said we desire to know this which may kindly be pointed out to us unless it is a secret see such a beautiful way he says this is the reason that i am asking this question and you can answer if you fit it is right and if you think i am ready to know many a times we ask questions but we are not ready for the answer even if the answer is given we would not be able to digest or understand it so what's the point of answering then and sages like shukdev ji were very limited with their speech you know talking too much is a sure sure doorway of sinning because when you talk too much you end up saying things which are not true you end up saying things which are not pleasant you end up talking about people who are not present not only this you talk about things which are not needed also vaadi ek anmol hai jo koi bole jaani he taraju tol kar fir mukh bahar aadi words have to be limited just like ahar has to be limited what is ahar food in the same way our words should be limited why should ahar be limited because even one extra morsel eaten by us is a doorway to sin right if we eat too much it is sinning because whether we like it or not we are harming another thing not only this we are taking away food from the person who needs it see this world has enough for everybody's need but it does not have enough for everybody's greed look around you are you fulfilling your need or your greed you don't have to answer to anybody else start questioning yourself and answering to yourself this is what the scriptures are supposed to do self inquiry has to be awakened if the self inquiry is not awakened fir kya matlab fir to kehte na na utra aacharan mein to samucha gyan gapshap hai if you are not able to implement what you are learning all these scriptures and all the gyan we are talking about is only gossip gapshap time pass right so this is something we totally have to keep in our mind now saudas was cursed and shukdev ji is willing to 
answer this question, right? See, we tend to get offended when people don't answer our questions or people don't justify it. Nahi bhai. It is their choice. And Raja Parikshit has told us that this is essential. So Shukdev Ji said, see, Saudas was a very great king. However, once, while he was in the jungle, you know, protecting his people, roaming for a pursuit, he killed an ogre. He killed a demon. However, he let the brother of the demon go. He killed, there were two demons, two ogres. They were dangerous. However, Saudas killed one of them and let the other go. Now, this other one who went away wanted vengeance for the death of his brother. And when he wanted vengeance for the death of his brother, what he did was very gruesome. <laughs> he actually disguised himself as the cook in the kingdom and he cooked human flesh and it was offered to whom? No other than Guru Vashisht who had come to dine with the king. Right? It is very auspicious to have Brahmins, sages coming over to our house to dine and offering food to them. Aajkal <laughs> to this pratha is like, you know, only on a shrad or something where, where, where we do not have a way out. Will we call an elevated soul to dine? Otherwise, we are busy partying, isn't it? Pehle hamare sadskar aise nahi the. People who would be invited to our house would be elevated individuals because their sangati liberates and elevates you. But if you are in the company of wild people, right, who are just living their life to just eat, sing, sleep and be merry, they will take you to the pits and they will also go down the pits. However, take it. This is not the tradition anymore. So we can't say much about it. So kings also would invite a lot of sages, given an opportunity. They would wash their feet. They would give them their own throne to sit on. Food would be elaborately cooked, especially for the sages. Right? So when this food was being offered to Guru Vashisht, Guru Vashisht realized that this food was not pure. Not only was it not pure, it had human flesh in it. It was condemned to eat human flesh, right? Cannibalism even now is condemned. Lots of things aren't, but at least by God's grace, that is condemned. So Guru Vashisht got very angry. Okay? Now again, Gurus don't get angry without a reason. Okay? So whenever a Guru or a Sage is getting angry, when our scriptures talk about a guru getting angry, we should keep in mind that there must be a reason for the greater good. So now over here, Guru Vashisht cursed Saudas that he would become a demon and ogre himself. Right? And when Saudas was cursed by Guru Vashisht, right? Sodas got very upset. He said, you are cursing me for no fault of mine. No fault of mine because I did not know what was being cooked in the kitchen and being offered to you. 
So I am not responsible. It is a demon who disguised and who deceited us. So why are you cursing me? So Saudas was so powerful that he himself took water in his palms and was about to curse Guru Vashisht back. Just imagine, a disciple in the line of Ikshvaku was about to curse his Guru in return. That was not the Pratha of Ikshvaku. So, immediately when he was about to curse his Guru, Madhayanti, that is his wife, the queen, immediately ran and stopped him. He said, what are you doing? You have no rights to curse your Guru no matter what. But now that the water had already been, you know, the spells were already there in the water, he did not know where to drop it. If he, there was a, everywhere. Now there was knowledge. Saudas could have dropped it anywhere, right? Other than throwing it on his guru, he could have thrown the water in the sky or the land or the fire or any of the obhubas were anywhere, right? But he didn't because he knew that each and everything has living things. Each and everything has an existence. Even a stone should not be cursed with this water, right? And so what he did was, he dropped that water on his own feet. He did not want to harm anything. So he dropped the water on his own feet and in the process, his feet got blackened. Because of his friendship and love towards everybody and because he behaved like a well-wisher, even in this time of crisis, he was known as Mitrasaha, the friend of all. And because he dropped the water on his own feet and his feet got blackened and hurt, his name also was as Kalba Sapar, black feet. Right? Kalba Sapar. Right? So, now, or Kalba Spadda. And because of this, he was known but as Guru Vashisht found out that it was not totally his fault, so he reduced the duration of the curse and the duration of the curse was made to 12 years. 12 years, he would rope the jungle as a ogre. Now we'll stop here before we go on with the story. Was Saudas totally innocent? Can he shrug the responsibility saying that I do not know what was happening in my own kingdom and I do not know what was being offered to you. No, right? He was not totally innocent because whatever is happening around you, whatever is happening in your own house, whatever is happening in your vicinity is your responsibility also. You cannot shrug your shoulders. Many a times we do that, right? It is not my fault. <laughs> We all have the tendency to do it. If there is a lapse or there is a mistake, the first thing we say is, it is not my fault. It happened. Don't throw responsibilities away. If it has happened in your vicinity, you are also responsible. No. Keep your eyes open. Keep your ears open. Keep your nose open. Keep your intellect open. How is it possible that there is malice brewing in your vicinity and you do not know? If you cannot see, if you can't hear, if you cannot listen to it, 
doesn't your heart speak to you that means you've killed your conscious we are very 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 powerful beings we have six senses but the problem is we don't listen to our conscience we don't listen to our six senses so much of evil and conditioning all around us that we have killed our own inner voice awaken that inner voice so vashisht guru told saudas you did not feel that there was something wrong going on how could you kill your inner voice we have a sixth sense we are very powerful telepathy you know everything works with us but we ourselves have stopped believing at all this irony like we told you right at the previous session auras speak louder than words without words without noise without seeing you will know cleanse yourself open your heart words and what we see and what we hear are just futile we are using these substandard equipment because we don't have a clean heart we have a overconditioned bite and overconditioned in the wrong direction this is what happened to sodas but luckily he was in the company of his queen badayanti who was a pious lady and in spite of supporting her husband saying yes he cursed you curse him back she stopped him from doing a wrong act no matter what you cannot actually curse your guru back she stopped him that is the power of having true companion we are all family people right we have children we have a husband you know the children are if the children are not not married they have parents we are in a family unit right we have a small family unit what is the purpose of this family unit why was this family unit formed and do you know this family unit is the strongest unit yes we might say friends and this and that think about it your friends or the people around you don't live with you they don't know you in and out the way your family does all that ups and downs you have with your family are because you are stuck together under one roof 24 times 7 so many times say my friend is better and my parents are not no try bringing your friend in and live with that friend for so long that you'll realize who is better never undermine the power of a family never undermine the power of your parents never undermine the power of your siblings together it is prone that the arguments will brew but they, that does not make them bad it is this family unit together decides to help each other elevate from these this mundane existence just imagine how remarkable the transformation would be where a wife tells the husband no no indulgence we have to walk towards god with the husband deters the wife when she is indulging and says listen nothing more that we need we have to walk towards the god we have to help the people who don't have much when together the couple husband and wife guide the children in the divine direction and not only this children when they see their parents doing something ungodly greedy they deter their parents saying nahi we do not need this 
we have to remember the essence and the necessity to be focused on God because we have this human birth. If this family unit is able to work together and walk towards God, just imagine. And there are such families where consciously it is easy for anybody to sway and lapse. Maya is beautiful. Possessions are always nice to have. But if all the time one person and the other and the other the family is helping each other and not letting the other person sway this is what will happen Sauda's curse was reduced because his wife stopped him from venturing in the wrong direction a family unit is very important we cannot deny the importance of this unit this unit can cause a great downfall and also uplift in the divine direction. So now, Saudas started living in the jungle. And in the jungle, he was a demon. He was eating all that should not be eaten. He was feeding on human flesh also because of the curse. And one such night, he came across a Brahmin couple. And he wanted to eat. So he pulled and he took that Brahmin boy in his hand and was about to chew him. And when he was about to eat, this wife of this Brahmin stopped him. He said, what are you doing, Saudas? Just because of the curse, you have forgotten who you actually are. You have forgotten the essence of your true existence. Just imagine, she's reminding Saudas. However, Saudas has totally forgotten, just like us. Just like us, we have totally forgotten why we have taken the human birth, right? Just like us, we have totally forgotten how much we pleaded the Lord. We said, please, let me get rid, get me out of this womb. I promise I'll devote every second of my life, every minute of my life, enchanting your name and liberating myself from the shackles of human birth so that I do not have to go to that womb, which is worse than hell again. But that minute we are born, this is what happens, right? Saudas forgot he was a divine king. He was not an ordinary person, not at all a demon. So over here, the Brahmin's wife is telling him, you are no ogre. As such, you are, on the other hand, a great warrior among the descendants of Ikshvaku, the husband of Badayanti. Just imagine. You are, she was such a divine queen, divine in her nature, divine in her deeds. You are her husband. And, oh, dear king, you ought not to do what is unrighteous. Please, I pray, don't leave my husband, who is a Brahmin, who has not even attained the object of his life. He is a young man. Oh, king, oh, king, this human body is capable of yielding all the objects sought after by a jeev. Therefore, the destruction of this human body, O heroic king, is spoken of as the frustration of all one's objects. Now she's reminding him, you are a king, you are a divine soul. <laughs> it is as if, you know, she's reminding us, 
you don't know what you're, you're not ogres, you're not demons. We behave like that nowadays, isn't it? We behave like those greedy, green horned monsters all the time. And she's telling, you do not know that you are such a divine soul. You have come on earth to accomplish a very important mission to, to be liberated from the shackles of birth and death. Plus, you are trying to destroy another human body. You are trying to gobble up another human that is so bad because he also has got this human birth after so much of tap. Anybody, anybody for that matter, who is instrumental in spoiling somebody else's human birth and purpose is a sinner. In that sense, parents can be the biggest sinners because that child of yours got a human birth after doing so much of tapasya and you're not letting him realize his reason for birth. Not only do we delude ourselves, not only do we revel in materialism and maya, we condition our child's mind to move away from the Lord towards maya, saying, Puja part baad me karte rehna. There is no time. You focus on your exams first. That is more important. No, no, no. Once a week also, you do not have time to listen to the Lord's name. Koi zaruri nahi hai. How does it matter? <laughs> we are taking away that precious human birth that child must have earned after so much of tapasya and throwing him back into the dungeons of being born again in various and various and various species. Not knowing whether this human birth will be given to him again or not. And not only parents, children can be instrumental in awakening the sleeping parents. At the same time, over here, people around you in the vicinity, like this Brahmin lady, she's trying to awaken the king who believes that he is a demon, but he is not. But he is not listening. She's telling, don't destroy somebody's human birth. It is the biggest sin. What are you doing, dear king? Oh my goodness. And then he says, he seeks, this Brahmin is a holy soul. He seeks to worship the Lord. He has been spending all his life doing this and you are going to take away his precious birth and you are not going to let him accomplish his mission in life. Again, this is worth thinking. A very short story, but so much packed in it. Are we deterring people around us from realizing their true self? Are we taking people around us in the pits of darkness? Or are we instrumental in awakening them? Be it our friends, be it our family, be it our parents or be it our children. A prominent question again, which needs to be answered. By whom? By us. However, just like us, the sleeping, this king did not realize his true nature. Even when this Brahmin woman was shouting and telling him, he gobbled up the prophet. He ate away her husband. And this lady, she said, I curse you that because you have destroyed such a precious human birth, 
of somebody else and because of you i am going to follow my husband so two human births you have destroyed you will not be able to give birth to any human here after cursing him she entered the fire and went away with her husband badayati found out about this curse and after 12 years when king saudash came back he was eager to continue his lineage but badayati said that you cannot have a child because of your curse and he was battered he said how would the ikshwaku lineage go further now at that time by the grace of guru vashisht they had a child and the lineage was able to go on see we must have noticed if you see very carefully how the story goes wherever there is a deviation in character or there is an unrighteous behavior in the ancestor the lineage does not carry forward how what what does it mean by the grace of the guru the guru first enlightens and only then can the lineage be carried forward because in this lineage of ikshwaku shri rab has to come any deviation anywhere any vice anywhere will not lead to shri rab god is always willing to take birth he wants to come to earth we keep asking right when will god come when will god come is there a couple is there a womb who is able to sustain that divine light is there a couple so pure is there a mother so pure who will be able to hold that child in her womb give birth and raise her up is there a generation so pure where they have been working towards the lord bit by bit one by one in the guidance of a realized guru is there anybody who can say yes i am the one yes my generation is the one yes my lineage is the one we have not swayed we have not taken to maya wherever we have made the mistake we have corrected it and our only focus is rab nahi hai na to shri rab kaise aayenge kalyug mein avtar hoga par kalyug mein avtar hone ke liye bhi to waisi maa chahiye na waise pita chahiye na waisa कुल चाहिए ना हरी कैसे आएंगे इट इज ऑल ऑन अस वॉट काइंड ऑफ अ फ्यूचर आर वी क्रिएटिंग एवरीबडी ऑल आर एडसेस्टर्स आर रिस्पॉन्सिबल वॉट फॉर वॉट वी सी टूडे इन दिस वर्ल्ड दर इज नो बडी एल्स टू ब्लेम यू डोंट नीड टू ब्लेम गॉड फॉर वॉट द बेहेब एंड द gruesome activities that are going around us day blame yourself and the ancestors and even now it is not too late when you change yourself the world around will change don't try to change others change yourself and then badayati had a son and then the lineage went on and on and on again she had a child and then they had a child and they were very good however at that time parashuram started destroying all the kshatriyas so 
it was very very dangerous because he had emptied what the earth of these chatriyas almost 21 times right we have done again we will continue with the story in the sessions to come so over here the king in this lineage known as bolak he used to effectively protect himself from the anger of parshuram by a kavach and his kavach was his shield was the women because parshuram would never attack a women so hence he was also known as nari kavach because his shield he would protect himself from all sides with the help of a women nari kavach nari bahut powerful hoti hai we women are very powerful we have forgotten the essence of our power over here he is shielding himself from everything negative one women in the earth in the family if she has her heart right if she is set on god if she is willing to give up all the greed and focus on the deed she can change the direction of her husband her children her in-laws her parents one woman if she becomes the shield to protect from the clutches of the maya she can liberate dari kavach from the agar of parshuram who protected bulak it was the dari dari mothers are very important our shastras our scriptures really really look highly on women she is devi in our scriptures in our way of life sanatan dharm a woman is a devi a daughter is a devi whatever we see you know like a killing of the women and all that that is happening it is not our sanskriti it is happening because we have forgotten our sanskriti we have forgotten sanatan dharma we are not putting an effort to understand we are not even putting an effort to open the scriptures we are not even putting an effort to listen if somebody has opened the scriptures fir kya hoga with the wrong guidance this will happen right there is no racism in our scriptures there is no casteism in our scriptures there is no killing of women there is no looking down on women women are given a start beyond the bed dari kavach dari this even when shankaracharya was debating why go so back in the scriptures right he was willing to debate with a woman she was more powerful than her husband bandana mishra right his wife that to debate and to defeat her shankaracharya ji had to go to great length who said that women did not have the power to read the scriptures or know the gyan never was it there i don't know where it came from theek hai aa gaya it crept in now we have the opportunity to remove this myth why aren't we doing it now what are we so busy doing समय नहीं है समय नहीं है समय तो किसी के पास पे भी नहीं है समय कहा जा रहा है सबके पास वही चॉइस घटे होते हैं एवरीबडी हैज दोज ट्वेंटी फोर आवर्स मेक अ नोट ऑफ वेर योर टाइम इज गोइंग 
over here. So Dari protected him and there in this generation came Khatwag. Again, Rishi Khatwag, he was not a Rishi, he was a king. Again, an emperor in the lineage of Ikshvakus. We are naming only a few kings over here. Because if we start talking about each and every Ikshvaku, it will be impossible. Now, Khatwag, Raja Khatwag was so great. Just like his ancestors and later his descendants could go to heaven and fight battles for Indra in Indra Lok and defeat the demons, right? It is said that the de- gods would come down and seek help to defeat the demons because they were not able to. Today, we do not see gods descending to take the prashad or take the ahuti before there was so much of transparency and purity that gods from the heavens would descend and take the sabagri, take the prashad from the havans in their own hand. They would come and bless. They would come and have partnerships to fight demons. And we do not want to believe that it was possible, but it was. So now Indra wanted Khatwag to defeat the demons. So Indra said, Khatwag, uh, Raja Khatwag from the Ikshvakus went up, fought the demons, defeated them and Indra and the gods were very, very obliged. So he said that, okay, what uh, do you want? I will give you a boon. What is it that you want? He said, I want Lord Realization. Now, Indra said, that is not for us to give. Nobody, not even your guru or God can give you. You have to work out. So, he said, that is not something we can give you. Ask for something else. So, now, look at the thing he asked for. He said, I want to know how much time I have left before I die. He told the gods, can you tell me how much time I have left before I die? And the gods, there are two places. Some places it is said 24 minutes. Some places it is said one hour. So, whatever be the duration, it was very short. So, he said, you have only 24 minutes or one hour, whatever you want to take, to live. After that, you are going to die. Immediately, Raja Khatwag said, Please, I want to descend back to earth. I do not want to stay in the heavens because Mukti is not possible in heaven. I want to go to Bharatvarsh. Bharatvarsh me janbhona bohot, bohot, bohot janbho ke karbho ke baad hota hai. Punya karbho ke baad hota hai. Bharat bhubi, punya bhubi, tapo bhubi. It is not easy to take birth in that bhubi. We do not even understand the importance of our motherland. He said, I want to go back to my bhubi. I do not want to stay in the heavens. Take me back to my bhubi. Immediately he descended. And at that moment he left everything. Immediately. Just like Raja Parikshad had 7 days. He had only 24 minutes. He left everything. And he said, Neither life, nor sons, nor ditches, nor earth, nor kingship, nor wife is dearer to me than the Brahmana race. Brahmana race is the doers of Brahman. Okay? And the adored of my family. He says, nobody else 
is dearer to me not by family not by children not by kingdom not by money not by wife nothing are uh, to be the most dear are the people who know the lord because if the devotees of the lord are the dearest to me even during my childhood my mind never took delight under any circumstance in unrighteousness nor did i ever find any other reality than the lord of excellent renown from the childhood he said this maya this materialism did not entice me my heart was somehow connected to the lord all i wanted from the very beginning was the lord although a boon of my choice was offered to me by the gods the rulers of the renowned all the three worlds heaven earth and this i did not hanker after such enjoyment engrossed as i was in the thought of lord vishnu he could have asked for anything right when a boon was given to him he could have asked for anything he did not want anything of this material world chulak kitna kirin bhai ji uses this word chulak it is totally petty to ask for material wealth material gain material marks uh, this that what it is as if you are asking for uh, grains of dust basically he said i was never interested in all this but still ha khatwa grishi was a grihast he lived a life as a king he was a householder just like you and me he did not shrug his responsibilities but even while he was living and he was doing all his karbas which was required of him he was preparing for his death it took him just 24 minutes he knew that i'm going to die and in 24 minutes he could just leave everything without a second thought no attachments that beats he must have worked towards this state it does not just happen overnight we feel that ha theek hai old age mein oh, you do all your prayers and tapasya and all this in your old age nahi hota this has to be started as early as possible it is a practice hari naam mu pe nahi aayega hari mu pe nahi aayega when you are dying you will only remember the material things and your material relations it comes by practice detachment comes by practice and of course hari kripa i cannot discount that kripa ho to kuch bhi ho jaye par kya pata kripa ho na ho that is not in our control right hari kripa is not in our control what is in our control is to work hard to reach the level of parikshit to reach the level of raja khatwag so that when it is needed we can drop this medial world like somebody drops a blade of grass and walk away never to look back this is the kind of death we should be prepared for and he says that is why i did not ask for anything from this world the shaking off by the beads shaking off by the beads of devotion to the maker of the universe the attachment rooted by the very nature of things in the mind for the object of senses which are the product of the three gunas produced by maya of the lord no more than real that a fanciful project he dropped everything and he turned his entire being towards the lord and in that time of just 24 minutes khatwag regained his essential character the divine state which is the same as that absolute khatwag regained the state of satchit anand swarup tatvamasi aham brahmasmi and he merged 
into the almighty Lord. Such was Raja Khatwag. Such was Raja Khatwag. Think about it. Every session I feel is making us think more and more about our own existence. And if we are not thinking about it, if we are not trying to bring about a change in our life, if we are not evaluating whether we are reveling in the real or the unreal, what are we running after, the temporary or the eternal? Then what is the benefit of We'll close the session here. Shri Krishna Govinda Hare Murari He Nath Narayan Vasudeva Shri Krishna Govinda Hare Murari He Nath Narayan Vasudeva Shri Krishna Govinda Hare Murari He Nath Narayan Vasudeva He Nath Narayan Vasudeva Om Namo Bhagwate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagwate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagwate Vasudevaya 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 Rama Lakshman Janaki Jai Bolo Hanumanaki Rama Lakshman Janaki Jai Bolo Hanumanaki Rama Lakshman Janaki Jai Bolo Hanumanaki Jai Bolo Hanumanaki Jai Bolo Hanumanaki Bolo Bajarag Bali Ki Jai Jai Shri Ram Jai Shri Krishna Jai Hanuman Jai Hanuman Jai Hanuman